The Lord be with you. This is the day which the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. We welcome you all to the service as we gather around God's holy word and receive the gift of his very body and blood in the Holy Communion. A few announcements for this morning. First of all, Pastor Mac is on vacation. We'll be home uh, toward the end of the week. So we keep him in his prayers as they travel. Um, also, the Board of Christian Day School it will meet on Monday, October 2nd at 7.30 p.m. The elders will be meeting this Wednesday, October 4th, 7 o'clock in the Fellowship Hall. Please also note that the book fair is taking place in the lounge, so please check the book fair out. Also, we invite you to join us for Sunday school and Bible class in between the services. Uh, the new member class will not be meeting today as Pastor Mac is on vacation, um, but the St. Peter, op Peter option. Um, today we'll be talking about uh, more along the lines. If you've been, please join us in Bible study. Um, the best way to follow along is to place your bulletin in the back of your hymnal. The panel serves as a guide. Simply go to the page indicated. I will encourage you to take your green sheets and place them on page 186. I will sing the first verse and then please join me in singing the rest of the intro. I believe that's it for our service announcements this morning. Please stand. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Beloved in the Lord, let us draw near with a true heart. Confess our sins unto God our Father, beseeching him in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ to grant us forgiveness. Our help is in the name of the Lord. I said I will confess my transgressions unto the Lord. Let us kneel for confession and absolution. Almighty God, merciful Father, The Lord lifts up the humble. 
cast the wicked to the ground. O 
Almighty God, you exalt your, your Son to the place of all honor and authority. Enlighten our minds by your Holy Spirit, that confessing Jesus as Lord, we may be led into all truth. Through the same Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. The Old Testament reading for the 18th Sunday after Pentecost is from Ezekiel chapter 18. The word of the Lord came to me. What do you mean by repeating the proverb concerning the land of Israel? The fathers have eaten sour grapes, and the children's teeth are set on edge. As I live, declares the Lord, this proverb shall no more be used by you in Israel. Behold, all souls are mine. The soul of the father as well as the soul of the son is mine. The soul who sins shall die. Yet you say, the way of the Lord is not just. Hear now, O house of Israel. Is my way not just? Is it not your ways that are not just? When a righteous person turns away from his righteousness and does injustice, he shall die for it. For the injustice that he has done, he shall die. Again, when a wicked person turns away from the wickedness he has committed and does what is just and right, he shall save his life. Because he considered and turned away from all the transgressions that he had committed, he shall surely live, he shall not die. Yet the house of Israel says, the way of the Lord is not just. O house of Israel, are my ways not just? Is it not your ways that are not just? Therefore I will judge you, O house of Israel. Everyone according to his ways declares the Lord God. Repent and turn from all your transgressions, lest your iniquity be your ruin. Cast away from you all the transgressions that you have committed, and make yourselves a new heart and a new spirit. Why will you die, O house of Israel? For I have no pleasure in the death of anyone, declares the Lord God. So turn and live. This is the word of the Lord.
The epistle is from Philippians chapter 2. If there's any encouragement in Christ, any comfort from love, any participation in the Spirit, any affection and sympathy, complete my joy by being of the same mind, having the same love, being in full accord and of one mind. Do nothing from rivalry or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. Let each of you look not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. Have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus, who, though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but made himself nothing, taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men, and being found in human form. He humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Therefore God has highly exalted him, and bestowed on him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. This is the word of the Lord. Gospel according to St. Matthew, the 21st chapter. When Jesus entered the temple, the chief priests and the elders of the people came up to him as he was teaching and said, By what authority are you doing these things, and who gave you this authority? Jesus answered them, I also will ask you one question. If you tell me the answer, then I will tell you by what authority I do these things. The baptism of John, from where did it come, from heaven or from man? And they discussed it among themselves, saying, If we say from heaven, he will say to us, Why then did you not believe him? But if we say from man, we are afraid of the crowd, for they all hold that John was a prophet. So they answered Jesus, We do not know. And he said to them, Neither will I tell you by what authority I do these things. What do you think? A man had two sons, and he went to the first and said, Son, go and work in the vineyard today. And he answered, I will not. But afterward he changed his mind and went. And he went to the other son and said the same. And he answered, I go, sir, but did not go. Which of the two did the will of his father? They said, the first. Jesus said to them, Truly I say to you, the tax collectors and the prostitutes go into the kingdom of God before you. For John came to you in the way of righteousness, and you did not believe him. But the tax collectors and the prostitutes believed him, and even when you saw it, you did not afterward change your minds and believe him. This is the Gospel of the Lord. I believe in one God. Who for us and for us. 
Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Heavenly Father, may the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our Rock and our Redeemer. Amen. Please be seated. There are two sons. One's got a mouth on him, says what he thinks, doesn't care if you don't like it. You're going to hear it. We call this one stubborn, rebellious, a disrespectful little brat. 
The other one is different. He knows exactly what to say, and he wants to be heard also. He says all of the right things, but with no intention of ever doing them. He's a smooth talker and operator. And when his father found out he didn't go as he was asked, he said he probably thought he could talk his way out of that as well. You know the types. So which one of the two sons did the will of his father? The answer is really neither. As a parent, I can tell you that. Neither would make me very happy. And yet there is a difference between these two sons. For when the Jewish leaders point to the first son as the one who did the will of the father, Jesus doesn't disagree the first son didn't only eventually do what his father asked of him, he did something much more important. He changed his mind. Or as we talk in church terms, he repented. Now in the church we talk a lot about repentance, and for many that word usually brings to mind a negative image. I'm going to be told that I'm a sinner. I'm going to be told to confess my sins. You know the drill. I'm going to be shown how I don't measure up. And we don't like to hear those things. They're negatives. They make us feel bad. And that may be true. And some people avoid short church and avoid repentance because of that. And maybe that's our fault. For if we stop there in explaining what repentance is all about. Because if we stop there at that negative, we haven't fully considered repentance. Because repentance isn't just a negative thing. It is a positive thing as well. Because repentance restores us to our right place before God and before others. And it puts us in a position to receive the gifts of God. Now first, consider that repentance puts us in our right place. That's true. That's what sin has done to us. It has taken us out of our right place and puts us where we do not belong. The two sons that Jesus talked to were both out of place. And don't we see that in ourselves also? Sometimes we're the mouthy son with God questioning him and his ways, not wanting to do what he wants. And sometimes we're the smooth talkers, saying all the right things but with no intention of ever doing them. And we're out of place, aren't we? We're out of line. We're children who want to be the parent, employees who want to be the boss, Christians who want to be God. And we can especially see this when we look at ourselves in the mirror of the words we heard from the Apostle Paul in the book of Philippians. Do nothing from rivalry or vain conceit. In humility, count others more significant than yourselves. Look each of you not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. If that's what we're being told to be like and do then it's not too hard to see that we're out of place in our lives. We're out of line in our thoughts, in our words, in our deeds, and in our desires. 
And we need to change our minds and our thinking. But that's not easy. These things are not easy. Lowering ourselves. Humbling ourselves. Repenting before God and before others. But that is our right place. That's where God wants us to be. For when we're doing that, when we're loving our neighbor, fulfilling his commandments, seeing our neighbors not as bothers or in the way, but as an opportunity to love, to serve, and to give. And in all those ways, it gives us an opportunity to be Christ-like. And that's what Paul goes on to say in this reading. Have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus, who though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped but made himself nothing, taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men, being found in human form. He humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. That is the picture of perfect love. That is the picture of Jesus being the son we could never be. The one doing the will of his father perfectly and completely and held up against that picture, we're out of place. Oh, sometimes we do those things, maybe. But doesn't the old Adam in us keep on pulling us above our neighbor, above God? Repentance puts us back again in our right place. Back where the father once us to be, for when we are where our Father wants us to be, it's not just an obedience thing, it's that there we are in a position to receive the gifts of God, His forgiveness. Not that we earn it by our repentance or how sorry we are, but in repentance we're in a position to receive it by faith. When we're out of place, we are rebelling. Receiving God's gifts for us is the last thing on our minds. We're thinking about ourselves, not about God and his gifts. But repentance puts us in our place where we belong with the eyes of faith and are again focused on the Father and his Son receiving his gifts and his will for our lives. We are in the position to receive what God wants to give to us. Forgiveness. Again, this is where we see the perfect in the reading from Philippians where after we are told that he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death and the cross, then we are told, therefore God has highly exalted him. The son is raised from the dead and the son who gave us everything loses nothing for the will of the father is not to deprive us but to give freely to us to set us free from our captivity, to give us all that he is and all that he has, to raise us up and give us his kingdom. At the end of the parable of the two sons in the gospel, it is the exaltation that Jesus speaks of. And who does he speak of? Of being exalted. Well, much to the horror of the people, namely the Pharisees, he's speaking to them. Jesus says it's the tax collectors and the prophets prostitutes they're the one he says that are entering the kingdom of God not because they earned it or deserved it obviously not 
but because they are the ones who know their right place. They are the ones who believed that they could make absolutely no claims before God. They could not smooth talk and demand that God owed them anything. But in repentance and faith, changing their minds, relying completely and solely on Jesus, Son, and his merits. And there they received what they no way deserved, God's forgiveness and life. And so it is for you and me as well. We are no better than the tax collectors and the prostitutes. We can make absolutely no claims before God. Who can make no demand that God owes us anything. That is our right place. That is what we confessed at the beginning of the service. But in such repentance and faith, relying completely and solely on Jesus, the perfect son, we have been promised the forgiveness of sins and life through his holy word of absolution and through his body and blood given to us, he lifts us up from the depth and muck and mire of our sin and gives us all that he has, namely forgiveness and life. In repentance, we lose nothing but gain everything. And we who, like the tax collectors and the prostitutes, have nothing on our own, have everything in Jesus So we do not need to be afraid of repentance or avoid it as something negative. We do not need to be reluctant to lower or humble ourselves before, before others and asking for and giving forgiveness. We need not be afraid to serve and consider others above ourselves for that is our right place. That's where God wants us to be and that's where it's best for us to be. For there we are not relying on ourselves, but on Jesus. There our hearts and eyes are focused not on ourselves, but upon Jesus. And there by faith we receive his gifts until that final day when God finally exalts you and lifts you from this earth and you will finally be in your right place. The place where God has always wanted you to be, right by his side in his kingdom for all eternity. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Now may the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, guard your hearts and minds through faith to Christ Jesus, to life everlasting. Amen. We continue with the prayer of the Let us pray. Merciful Lord, you founded your church upon the proclamation of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. Purify the tongues of your servants that the tongues of the wicked may be silenced. Turn them from their evil ways that their sins may be washed away. Lord, in your mercy. Merciful Lord, encourage us by your spirit that we may not lose heart. Make us to be of one mind and will that we serve you and our neighbors with gladness, doing the work of your kingdom here and throughout the world. Lord, in your mercy, merciful Lord, sustain all fathers, mothers, and children, husbands and wives, especially Dave and Bonnie Lafine, who celebrate their 50th wedding anniversary. 
for our friends and neighbors, laborers and employers, and teachers and students. Enable all of us to serve our neighbors in godly vocations, delighting in the Lord's loving kindness. We also give you thanks with the Nimmers at the birth of their granddaughter, Sylvia Rose. Lord, in your mercy. Merciful Lord, all the might of man is nothing before you, yet you have appointed earthly realms and rulers to punish evil and honor good. Give us faithful leaders who will serve honorably and well. Bless also those who served in the armed forces of our nation to defend us and protect our liberty. Lord, in your mercy. Merciful Lord, grant the encouragement of Christ and the comfort of his love to those who suffer, especially Chad recovering after open heart surgery, for Carla and Charles and Carl Iago undergoing medical testing, for Eldon who is ill, Marilyn in rehabilitation, Brad awaiting a kidney transplant, Renee who will be undergoing another major surgery, for Michael Davis in treatment for brain cancer, Bart for continued management of his illness, for Emmy, Tim, Benjamin, Bernadette, Sue, Jennifer, Sharon, Doris, Timothy, Ronald, John, and Mary, all in treatment for cancer, for Dorothy in hospice care, for the families of Dennis Force and Paulette Gurner. In every affliction, prove yourselves a ready and worthy Savior, especially to those who believe. Lord, in your mercy. Merciful Lord, in you there is no shadow due to change. Enkindle your divine light in us that we may stand united as Christ's own body, holding fast to the word of life and shining brightly in the midst of this world's darkness. Through the same Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Please be seated. As we gather together the offerings, we invite you to fill out the Friendship Register.
the night when he was betrayed took bread and when he had given thanks he broke it and gave it to the disciples and said take eat this is my body which is given for you this do in remembrance of me in the same way also he took the cup after supper, and when he had given thanks he gave it to them saying Drink of it, all of you. This cup is the New Testament in my blood, which is shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Amen. 
The body and blood of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, strengthen, preserve, and keep your body and soul in the one true faith to life everlasting. Depart in peace. Give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good. Let us pray. We give thanks to you, Almighty God, that you have refreshed us through this salutary gift, and we implore you that of your mercy you would strengthen us through the same in faith toward you and in fervent love toward one another. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. The Lord be with you. Bless we the Lord. Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. <laughs>